Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Therapy Matters Podcast, your one-stop resource for expert insights and advice on everything therapy and rehab. I'm your host, Scott Rongo, and today I am joined by Brian Bullier, Senior Vice President of Clinical Operations with Athletico. Hey, Brian, thanks for joining us today. Good morning, Scott. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hey, Brian, before we jump into the conversation, I think it's uh, probably Good to maybe give a little bit of your background um, to what you've done in the space and how long you've been around and um, and give a, a little context to to why you might have uh, a vested interest in this conversation. Sure. Uh, I've been in medical uh, or the healthcare space for 34 years, um, spent some time as a medical sales rep when I first got out of undergrad. Okay. And uh, after about seven years, realized I had made a vocational error and uh, went back to PT school. Uh, probably the best decision I ever made for myself. Um, I have a true passion for what we do as clinicians um, and advocating, um, as we'll talk about. So, uh, yeah, I've been in the outpatient space all of my career. Um, been in every seat you could occupy. I've been a staff therapist. I've been a clinical manager regional manager, regional director, vice president, all, all the way up to where I currently sit. So um, I've made all the stops uh, along the way in outpatient <laughs> PT. Well, it sounds like you certainly will have um, a, a unique perspective and view then of uh, just of the space and, and the conversation we're, we're going to have today. So, you know, I know in conversations that you and I have had in the past uh, at different events that we've we've both attended, you very much have been an advocate for for being an advocate in the space and being involved and getting involved outside of perhaps just seeing your patients um, or running your bit your business uh, within your own facility. Just you know, maybe give some color and context to you know one um, why you you're so passionate around that and and two um, you know maybe. What are some of the hot topics that are out there right now for for people to be keeping their ear to the ground on? Sure, um, you know I think it starts for most of us um, in PT school, where many of us are, uh, are given extra credit to join an organization, uh, join the local APTA or APTQI, um, and it starts out that way, and then probably most people tend to drift away from it as they get busy with day-to-day -day life and work, um, not maintaining a membership in those organizations. Um, but it really is that, that old saying of, you know, think globally and act locally. I mean, that's really, there, there's plenty of organizations that impact your local regions. Um, so, you know, I, I maintain that interest and I've always kind of operate on the premise of it. If you're not in the room to offer feedback, you're, you're not part of the solution or part of the decisions that eventually get made. So I, I think for those listening and watching, it's, it's, a, um, it's a matter of, do you want your voice heard? Do you want to be part of making the decision or do you want the decision to impact you without your input? So Brian, if you, if you look at it right now, what are some of the core issues that are being either proposed or considered that we need to make sure we're, we're being mindful of? Yeah. Um, Scott, the top priority right now is uh, getting the team act introduced, which we hope will happen in Q2 of this year 
the TEAM Act. Uh, I'd like everybody to just remember that. It's, it's a bit of a mouthful. It's the Therapeutic Equity in Access to Medicare. And it surrounds the topic of general supervision versus direct supervision for PTAs in the outpatient space. Um, that is something uh, general supervision exists in every other form, whether it be home therapy or the hospitals, uh, but we are held to a different standard, um, which nobody can seem to explain in the outpatient world. So this bill, when introduced, if supported and passed, will allow us to continue general supervision, which has been granted us during the public health emergency. But it's set to expire in January 1, so action is required. Gotcha. Yeah, that clearly is going to be a critical um, milestone for for the space, uh, particularly when you start thinking about, you know, rising costs, lower reimbursements, um, uh, being able to have that general oversight and supervision is going to be, I think, critical to, to be continued. Any other topics that we want to make sure that our listeners are, are mindful of and being engaged in? Yeah, certainly. So while that, while the team act, uh, impacts our profession directly, um, and Congressman Larry Bouchon out of uh, Illinois also has a bill he's introduced, which is House Bill 2474, which essentially on a high level deals with reimbursement rates and attaching an inflationary component to that. So instead of continuous cuts, we are getting adjustments based on inflation, which we haven't seen to date. Uh, so that, again, another one to make sure we're supporting. Again, you know, federal legislation that we need to be supporting as a profession. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Brian, clearly you're very well engaged, right? And um, clearly well connected. How, for our listeners that might not um, really be in the know, how, how would you suggest that people can get in the know, right? How do people keep a, an ear to the ground on some of these hot topics? I think getting to the the point of of the tactics on what you can do, or excuse me, I think getting to the point of you know tactical moves that you can do to help is one thing, and I think we'll get to there in the conversation. But any suggestions on how listeners can um, again keep their ear to the ground and be in the know of some of these topics so that they can take action uh, appropriately? Yeah, I would say number one again to our earlier conversation. You have to be involved. You have to be engaged with one of the organizations that represents our industry. Whether that's APTA, there are local um, um, local chapters in every state that you can engage locally. Again, um, APTQI advocating uh, for the profession, but it, it, they disseminate a tremendous amount of information regularly. There's podcasts the APTA has that you can engage with. So that's just a general, as you said, keep your ear to the ground and understand what's happening, right? That's, to me, that's, that's step one, be informed. And I think um, traditionally our industry, we, we might have a challenge with that of our, our constituents um, in the profession, knowing what's coming down the pike and being able to act on that. Yeah. I know we, we recently had Justin Moore, the president of APTA on, and I know he is um, clearly welcoming of 
as many participants um, in this space as possible to, again, to, to be able to, you know, one, distribute information, but then two, also, um, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to where the, the more you're engaged uh, and the more uh, really active engagement within organizations such as, as APTA, uh, the, the bigger um, impact uh, it can have on on the overall industry and and these types of these types of challenges that that it's facing. Um, you know, I think I think also the the other dynamic right is is again, you know, people get tied up right. They're they're dealing with their own personal lives. They're seeing their patients. They're um, running their businesses, whether it might be you know one one um, clinic or hundreds. People are busy, right? And kind of immediate reaction, oftentimes on these types of things, like I, I just don't have time, right? And and also, what can my you know my one voice, um, what kind of impact can it really have? Uh, it's kind of like with voting, right? There's all, a lot of people have this mindset uh, throughout our country, right? That it's like, well, what's one vote going to do? But it really can have an impact. Um, so be curious as to ideas and thoughts and and unique perspectives of of you know, what, what can people do, right? How, how do people take action? Like to your point, getting involved is, is step number one, but are there other things that people can do to, to tactically have an impact on some of these rules that might be uh, proposed or, or things that, you know, we want to make sure we, we help the space, uh, uh, you know, take action, right. That's good for the group. Yeah. I, I guess I would affirm that, that, you know, you feel a little helpless in the clinic um, when you, when you're busy and you're you are one voice, but you know collectively we have made things happen throughout the history uh, of therapy. Direct access, another case in point. I mean, Missouri just passed their local legislation in Missouri for direct access. So that was a collaboration. That was many voices speaking to the same issue. Um, so again, I. I can confirm that. I, I, I know that feeling. Uh, but collectively, when you, when you get an outreach from an organization that says, can you send a letter to your senator? Can you send a letter to your congressman? It doesn't take long. You have to join the many voices that are out there so that collectively we can make some change. So one, I would say that's, that's an easy do. Respond to one of those APTQI or APTA um, requests to send a letter. The second, I think, and, and sometimes more importantly, is our patients are our best advocates. They love us. I mean, that the affirmation we get from our patients on a daily basis, that's better than the paycheck. But they can do the same thing for us with Congress. You know, the next time a patient says, what can I do? You know, we don't need any more cookies or brownies. But I would love it if you would reach out to a local legislator or, or to a, a federal congressperson and say, you know, my P, the PT was the best thing that ever happened to me and I need you to support this legislation. So we need to wrap ourselves in our patients in that blanket and use them to help us get what we need. Yeah. And, and maybe it's even a matter of helping spoof feed them, right? So to your point, your, your patient might not... Um, might not know how to take an action. So creating even just a simple one pager to, to give to your patients, to, to give them guidance on what they can, can do to help, uh, certainly might go a long way. Cause I, I think to your point, patients want to help, 
right? I, I can speak. I, I personally have um, spent time with a, with a PT. I have children that both have spent time with a PT and uh, the work that you all do certainly is so impactful in our, in our healthcare ecosystem. Um, and so I think to your point, instead of the cookies or brownies, uh, I think most patients would certainly be willing to help uh, be advocates uh, on your behalf. Yeah. And, and to that point, Scott, that reminds me, you know, the other thing you can do is be aware of who your local legislative folks are and federal level. You know, sometimes we're disengaged. I, you know, I know the political arena is not for everyone, um, but just being armed with that information, right? If that patient, you have somebody you want to take action on your part, again, spoon feed them, give them, give them the person that you want them to reach out to. So Brian, let's take maybe a, a step back into your early days. You know, what did that look like for you? How did, how did you get involved um, from the very beginning? Yeah. You know, I, it goes back to that premise of, of wanting to be part of the decision or have a voice or understand the issues. So uh, I think most of us start out as APTA members in, in our programs because I uh, was getting extra points on an exam for it and didn't really understand the impact of the association on our profession. Um, and that led to local chapter meetings uh, here in Virginia, the Tidewater chapter uh, of the APTA. And Again, that, that sense of wanting to be involved and being a secretary uh, of the, you know, um, chapter and, and moving up in the ranks and going to local caucus meetings for students uh, and, and educating them. And I think, again, you get insight and you start to understand the core issues and how you can have an impact. I mean, sometimes you feel frozen, like, I don't know what I can do. Um, and those forums are really, helpful in saying, okay, this is what you need to do to target your activity. So started that way, um, has evolved every year to involve becoming, uh, you know, a member of a PAC or donating to a PAC again, which political action committees, um, that you may or may not be aware of. They're out there, they're supporting us. Uh, they're important for getting in front of, uh, congressional leaders. So, that was kind of another step of, of understanding what a political action committee does. Um, and then to the point of now where at Athletico, I'm, I'm part of going out and advocating directly with federal legislators um, in D.C. on the Hill. So it's been an evolution. I think people need to look at it as an evolution. Like, you know, you're not going to make the biggest impact right away, but you need to get it germinated and start moving in that direction. So. You know, and then within my organization or historically throughout my career, I've always had a government affairs section to a meeting where I let folks that work for us know what's happening, keep them abreast. And that kind of thing gets shared organically in the profession. There's PT, it's a pretty small world. And you cross paths with a lot of people all the time where you can kind of share that information or are you aware? So we're a large group, but there's a lot of grassroots activity going on. So that's kind of, been, that's kind of been my evolution. I think that's a interesting thought and idea and, and perspective of, you know, if you're, if you're going to have a meeting right internally to your point, you're going to have some people that are very involved uh, and that are in the know, but put it on the agenda, right? Have that conversation. Um, you never know. It only takes, you know, 
one person to hear the message one time for them to maybe say, I want to be involved uh, bigger and at a deeper level. Um, so I think, it, I think it's a great idea, right? Just one education, but two, almost a, a little bit of a recruitment, if you will, for getting people more involved in the, in the process. Right. Right. Well, Brian, I, I think that is about the amount of time that we have today, but this is such an important topic um, that I think we've got to make sure we keep it top of mind uh, and keep people just engaged to your point. Um, you, you can't have an impact if you're not involved, right? Being an active, involved participant in the process is, I think, so critical. So any parting words for our, our audience? Yeah, one last thing I would say to the leaders who uh, are hearing this um, in the space, it's incumbent on us to make sure our new entrants into the profession understand the importance of this and that you bring it up at your regional and local meetings that we can't force our uh, colleagues to be part of it, but I think you got to keep talking about it and, and make it resonate with them so they understand it. If that's incumbent on us to do that. And I certainly, you have my commitment that I will keep beating this drum um, as long as I can. Excellent. Great, great point, Brian. Well, thank you for joining us today. Very much appreciated. And audience, thank you for tuning in to the Therapy Matters podcast, your one-stop resource for expert insights and advice in everything therapy and rehab. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening to Therapy Matters. Do you like the podcast? Give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and tell all your friends about the show. Want to be a guest or know someone that would be a great guest speaker? Contact me at allison.jones at raintreeinc.com. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N dot jones at raintreeinc.com. Therapy Matters is brought to you by Raintree, therapy and rehab's favorite EMR. Raintree is the only all-in-one therapy EMR delivering a complete and seamless end-to-end patient journey from first contact to payment to patient retention. To learn more about Raintree, visit us online at raintreeinc.com.